0: Hey, welcome back to the podcast, the Men's Divorce and Cordell Cordell Podcast. Again, I'm Scott Trout. And as always, moderating our podcast as we continue to do that twice every week. And always remind you, if you haven't yet subscribed, go to Apple iTunes, do that. And every time it drops, we'll get you a notification of a new podcast just like today. And again, today is no different. We make sure that we give you information, not legal advice. That's something you want to do with a consultation. You can go to cordellcordell.com or 866-DADS-LAW. You can schedule a consultation and get the strategy advice and spend a significant amount of time with an attorney who practices exclusively in family law, like we do. So I'm joined with one of our attorneys out of the Jacksonville, Florida office. Welcome. Thank you. So let's talk about post-divorce. I think that's critical. And, you know, everyone's in a hurry to get through their case. It's stressful and it can be expensive. It's emotionally and physically tolling, but there's a lot of work to be done, typically. You you know, it's kind of like, I don't know, you go to the dentist and you only kind of finish halfway and you want to get out of there. Well, you got to do the whole thing. Just be done with it, right? And so there are some things that I think, and I think you're going to make some good points today. That will remind people look here's what's important to do and to really consider after divorce i was just doing um interviewing uh, an estate planning attorney last week and we were talking about the needs post-divorce in estate planning and i know you're going to talk about that so that's always we'll get to that And i know it's huge uh it's very important so let's just really talk about right after divorce i know we've divided property what's really important to consider? What do you as an attorney need to assist the clients to try to make sure that we finished the job properly?
1: Sure. So normally when my clients are getting divorced, they're divorced by a final judgment of some um, sort that ratifies an agreement or ratifies the court's ruling regarding property distribution. If there's children also support payments. Um, And so my clients usually think, oh, I got the final judgment. Yay, I'm divorced. And that's not the end of the road. Yeah. that's the end of maybe appearing in court but that's not definitely not the end of the road for dividing your property so the first thing that we we usually look at after a final judgment is entered is i ensure the property is properly distributed to the spouse that it was awarded to mm-hmm. so let's start with real estate So usually one spouse either is entitled to a real estate in in the agreement or is awarded the real estate in the final judgment um, real estate requires a transfer from the property from the parties who are married spouses to the individual spouse who's now a single person in order for them to actually own that property and be able to have property rights. So what I usually do with my clients is talk about drafting a deed for them, making sure that that is recorded with the property appraiser and that it's accepted. Next, moving on to uh, vehicles. We have to make sure that they execute all necessary documents to transfer title title of their vehicles, and also um, transferring of the retirement accounts. You know, this might require an additional order be entered, such as a Quadro Qualified Domestic Relations Order, which I'm sure you've talked about um, on your podcast, or a military division order.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think those three things. I mean, they all make me wince a little bit as I'm thinking through examples, and I've been doing this almost 29 years. You know, homes, when you go to refinance, if your attorney hasn't done a quick claim deed to put in your name, you know that mortgage company, the refinance company is going to say, hey, you know, it's still in joint names. I need both of you to sign off on this. Well, just, it's more anxiety. Maybe you don't want to have contact with your spouse or your ex-spouse. It's possible. Motor vehicles, retitling or selling. Again, the title sometimes requires all signatures of the title owner. And you haven't done it. I mean, these are really simple things, gift affidavits for title for vehicles, just to transfer it. And and you know, you mentioned retirement accounts. That goes into a whole nother situation where I've had a nightmare where client passed away before they could make sure they retitle all their assets. And we're gonna talk about that later about estate planning. Mm-hmm. Because who knows? You may have a wonderful relationship with your ex and you may not be bothered one bit by some of your assets passing, you know, because they're titled transfer on death or payable on death, but I think a lot of our clients want to really have that consideration and planning. So I think it's huge, but then you have clients who have kids and there are support orders or they have maintenance, alimony, spousal Mm -hmm. support. So you got to do something
1: with that too, right? Definitely. So in Florida we have, and I think in most jurisdictions, they have some type of order that um, directs the, the paying spouse or the paying party to their employer to take those funds, the support payments out of their check. And that's called in Florida an income deduction order and income withholding order. Mm -hmm. And each, each employer is a little bit different with what they'll accept. It depends on if the spouses live um, in the same state, if they live in separate States, what order needs to be entered by the court in their jurisdiction and then needs to be sent to their employer. And sometimes employers want additional documentation. And so it's, it's vital that you have your attorney work on that while you're still Um, being represented by them while you still have them there in case your employer needs an additional document, additional order from your spouse. Also, if you're not, your income or your spousal support or child support payments are not being taken directly from your paycheck, likely you have to pay it through a state depository that keeps record of those payments. And so making sure that you set up that um, depository account and that you know how to pay it, we're here to help. And that's why you have an attorney to help you and assist you with that. Um, Call us, help us let you troubleshoot with making sure that you set that up and you've made your first payment and it's successfully gone to your, your other party, your spouse. Yeah.
0: I mean, it is, you know, you get to either a settlement or you get to a trial and you're either signing the document or, you know, your attorney says, Hey, here's what the judge decided and you think it's over, but there's just cleanup. They're just, you know, making sure. I know you, you guys are in a hurry. They want to be done and I don't blame them. You know, they want to be put this all behind them. They don't want to hear from us again. Not, not from, you know, not disliking what we did. It's just the process. It's like last thing you want to do if you get audited is continue a relationship with an IRS agent. <laughs> That's the thing. So, I mean, I think then there's things that you don't even think about. Uh, you as a couple may likely use the same accountant or CPA to do your annual taxes, something like that. You may want to consider switching and making sure your tax liability or your filings are done because some people, how do I file? you know, they get divorced Mm -hmm. in 2021, what do they do for 2022? Uh, Or maybe they've already filed what happens to that tax refund or tax liability? What do I do? So that's a good idea to think about, right?
1: Exactly. They need to secure their own accountant and they need to meet with that accountant. I always suggest um, meeting with that accountant to determine your potential tax liability now that you're a single person. Likely your, your tax status has changed and you may need to refill out forms with your employer to make sure they're taking withholding enough um, federal income tax or state income tax for you as a single person. And also, if you have dependents, um, how claiming or not claiming those dependents will affect your tax status in yeah. the coming years.
0: Yeah, so the estate planning, that's the big one. Um, I can tell you for for years that I've been doing this, it's one of the things that family law lawyers, we, that's not our expertise, it's not our area of practice. Some of our in our firm have that ability, but they don't really think about You know, drafting a will, drafting a trust, or doing healthcare powers of attorney—that's huge. You don't want uh, your ex-spouse making healthcare decisions for you, uh, likely. So you want (laughs) to consult with an estate planning attorney, especially. And look, we're in COVID; we're still dealing with it. It's Mm going to be around for a long time. So there are a lot of things that you need to rethink in this era, in this new wave uh, of dealing post-divorce. And that is, we can, you know, send you to an estate planning attorney and have (laughs) you sit down. And then there are some things we can do with you, uh, but that is clearly one thing of importance.
1: Definitely. You know, you're you're no longer married to the spouse and you want to, you've want you already divided your assets and debts in your divorce. But if you haven't sat down with a state planning attorney to make sure that your name is, um, your ex-spouse's sp- name is taken off as beneficiaries on accounts, transfer on death accounts, um, your life insurance policies, making sure that you have designated a healthcare surrogate a power of attorney, or a beneficiary for your will if you have no children. Those are all major decisions you need to make, and they cannot be controlled by your final judgment in most jurisdictions. So that is crucial. If you have trusts, you need to figure out how you're going to take yourself off as a trustee if it was a a family trust. There's just so many what-ifs, and you definitely need to speak with a professional who's going to be able to advise you.
0: Yeah, I mean, if you've done the right thing and taken the steps, no one likes to think about death, and especially if you're young. I mean, pre-COVID, we're gonna live forever. Well, I don't have to think about that until I'm 60 or 70.
1: And now,
0: you know, you've got to think about it, whether you're 20, 30, 40, 50, or whatever, you just have to think about it. And there's a lot of first steps. And I think those are good conversations to have uh, about making the changes. Maybe you did do a trust, but you've got to make sure that's restated. You know, you get your own individual trust, break that, retitle. That goes for life insurance and retirement accounts and new beneficiaries, just logging onto your employer's website, right?
1: Definitely. And even letting your employer know that you're no longer married, it changes um, health insurance. It might trigger you to be able to enroll in their health insurance. Um, and updating s- simple things as emergency contacts with your employer and he- healthcare providers. Mm-hmm. Um, those are little details that we don't think about, but making all of those changes could could help you and separate you from your spouse.
0: You know, I saw there's this app, and of course, I don't remember what it's called. And it made me think about all the things that guys have to do post-divorce. And this app, basically, and I wish there was one for divorce, mm-hmm. that's basically you enter your information, and it will scour the web or organizations to tell you what recurring monthly subscriptions you own, and then which ones you want to cancel. Because, you know, that's the one thing we never remember. Oh, yeah, I subscribe to that. And, you know, it's $2 a month or a dollar a month. Now this list will tell you, oh, yeah, I don't like that. I'm unsubscribed. unsubscribe. I wish we had one that says for guys, okay, here's all the things on this app you need to do, and you're clicking buttons, and it's directing you, and just make life easier. But we don't, so use the divorce lawyer to help you walk through that. I mentioned the other day there's this um, service in Houston, uh, and I was having a conversation with them, and they work with guys post-divorce to try to get them more organized, such thing as, you know new cell phone accounts, new, new utilities, the things that you, you, know, you have to separate and divide and then start all over again. It's just, there's a long list of those types of things.
1: Oh, definitely. Changing passwords on joint accounts, um, separating your spouse from the joint account. I know we already talked about that. Securing your own cell phone, insurance, car insurance, um, health insurance. There's just an, an endless list of things that you have intertwined your spouse with And a final judgment, divorcing you does not accomplish that.
0: Yeah. sometimes it's
1: hard during that transition to remember all of that.
0: Right. I mean, no doubt. I mean, I think you tend to lose logic when you're going through this because it's so emotional. Uh, You know, you always hear about trauma. I was reading this baseball player got hit in the head. He doesn't remember anything from the like the third inning. He got hit in the fifth inning. You know, trauma makes you tend to forget what to do, what you should be doing you lose the ability to think rationally and that, and that happens in divorce. We know it. It's very traumatic. And so that you're right. These are the things that maybe, you know, you have a lawyer and you're listening, you should be going to your lawyer and saying, what else do I need okay. to do? You know, that's the question. What else? And hopefully your attorney uh, is experienced enough to say, I'm glad you asked that question. And, and the things that you just outlined, you know, passwords, the last thing I probably would have thought about is changing my password, change my password mm-hmm. on my cell phone, all the things that you really just, you know, pre-divorce, you would think, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. After divorce, your your brain just seizes and shuts down. I get it. And so that's just important. So,
1: or even getting passwords from your ex-spouse. It might be harder once the lawyers are not involved to get that information if you don't have a great relationship with them.
0: Yeah. Agreed. Well, thanks for joining. Great information post-divorce. Things that guys don't do, that they need to know, and then they need to take action. So thanks for filling guys in. Appreciate it.
1: Thanks for having me, Scott. I appreciate it.
0: So it's like this. It's like, I'll leave everyone with this example, and I use it a lot. When you're thinking about marriage and you go back to the day you got married, you're sitting next to your spouse or your soon-to-be spouse, you're at a table and everyone's on the other side and your friends, your family, and they're celebrating and then divorce happens and it's that dynamic doesn't occur anymore. Your spouse is no longer seated next to you at the table, they're across the other side. And I mean, you, you get that visual, not that it has to be war or conflict-ridden, but your goals and your your to-dos, your things are not aligned anymore. Then you have to take separate actions. So, I'll leave everybody with that example just as a vision to kind of understand the dynamics we're walking through. And uh, these are the types of podcasts we want to bring, real easy, quick, brief, to-do action items for you if you're before, during, or after divorce. So continue to tune into this podcast twice every week, reach out to us at 866 Dad's Law, check us out on the web at cordellcordell.com. And lastly, go to our YouTube channel. It's filled with information and podcasts just like this as well as our virtual webinars. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, you can check out our virtual webinars on the YouTube channel. We do it every month where you can log in and log on for free and ask questions live and get answers from a panel of Cordell and Cordell attorneys every month for an hour during lunch, during whatever, during a break, but it's free, but you have to register. So go to cordellcordell.com for more information. And until next time, have a great week. We'll see you then.